On today's show, Luka Doncic went off the other night. 60-point triple-double. What were the best things about Luka's 60-point night and the Mavs win over the Knicks? Let's talk about that and more on today's Like a Mavs. I'm Luka Doncic, and this is Lockdown Mavs. I don't believe he shouldn't be here. And welcome to your Locked On to the Dallas Mavericks. My name is Nick Engstead, media member and NBA channel manager at the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for making Locked On Maps your first listen every day. We are free and available on all podcast platforms, including YouTube, where the best way you can help us grow the show is to comment anything below. Let me know, what's the best thing that happened... What's the best thing about Luka's 60-point triple-double in the win? Maybe something in the game, one of the things that happened after the game. There's some great stuff. Joining me, as always, my co-host, writer, and contributor at Mavs.com, the triple-double dude, the one more thinking. What you got for me, Isaac Harris? Ooh. I mean, if we're talking about the best things, today we're talking about the best things from that night. Yeah. You know what's underrated? Nobody's talking about it. I mean, Tell nobody. Me. Tell me who's who's not talking about it. Nobody is talking about this. Cato didn't today. talk about it. McMahon didn't nope. talk about it. Nope. Nobody wrote Callie about Kaplan it. Kelly Kaplan didn't write about it. Nobody Max talked Moneyball about it. Max Moneyball crew didn't write about it. They wrote like eight ta- things yesterday. They didn't write about this. Nope. I don't think so. <laughs> okay. And it was nobody even talked about it in the post game presser. Okay. We had an all time performance of the Waterburger fry toss. <laughs> The guy, the, hang his jersey in the rafter. He missed one fry toss. Ice in his veins. Ice in his veins. Like a perfect stash, just a stash. <laughs> and he was wearing the the red ketchup shirt. Like so, if I mean, if you he drained if you, it. If you don't go to, if you've never been to a Dallas Mavericks game, they have this game where they have these buckets that look like you know the fry buckets from Whataburger. Whataburger's a, a fast food burger chain here in in Texas and I saw one in Florida the other day. I was I was like really surprised. Ooh. I was like, "Oh, look, here we are, Whataburger." And Florida. they take these like fries that are like the size of like pool noodles and they're probably like the same sort of like weight and they have to toss them across the like the court and get them into the bucket. And if you get a certain like you're going against somebody and so if you get more than the other person, you get one chance. You get a different colored fry and you get to toss it into the bucket and you get free Whataburger for a year and everybody in your section gets Free Whataburger for like the day or whatever. Uh, yeah. yeah, this dude missed one and then he gets up, not even concerned, like grabs the last one, not even concerned about it, tosses it in, gets it, and like puts his hands in the air like he knew it was going to happen. It was like it was rigged or something. <laughs> like, I've never seen efficiency like that. <laughs> I've never seen somebody miss one, just one fry. So hats off to that guy. I don't know his name, but nobody was talking about that. And he deserves his praise. <laughs> That's amazing. If you're a listener, please reach out to us. Uh, Tweet me if Twitter is still working at Nick Van Exit or uh, DM I, me. I'm not lying. If that was you, I want you on the pod for a second. <laughs> yeah, we gotta. I, know, I we gotta Nick, know. But you, you're you're gonna come on the pod for a segment. <laughs> I gotta ask you like your form, how you trained, and like what life's been after this moment. Oh my gosh! Couple of really good things that happened after Luka Doncic's really good game. We'll talk about that, and then we'll talk about um, the MVP odds. The MVP narrative has sort of started to start. Hold on, I gotta take a drink because I said narrative. Oh, with MVP, I promised the listeners I would. Uh, so the MVP discussion is starting up with Luca. 
We'll talk about his odds, according to Bet Online, And then we'll talk about some other players that had really good contributions in that game that we didn't get to because we spent the whole time talking about Luka because that's what we should do after a game like that. But there's a couple other players that played really well. And, uh, we'll talk about them. All right. The thing that we failed to mention yesterday, maybe the best thing about this game, has no ramifications for anything except we got a brand new drop that I am just so excited to use. I'm tired as hell. <laughs> you can rest later. You're young. I need a recovery beer. <laughs> Luca, after the game, talking to our friend friend of the pod, Jeff Skin Wade, and he says, I'm tired as hell. <laughs> I'm tired as hell, which we're going to use a lot, I feel like, going forward. I'm keeping it on the board. That's an incredible drop. And then, of course, the... I need a recovery beer. I need a recovery beer. Um, Isaac, how many times do you think Luca has taken a recovery beer after a game this year? I mean, he had one before he talked to us last night, <laughs> so he already had it post game. I'm so disappointed that Skin did not plug Roller Town. Uh, I mean, we'll do it. The for, guy, we'll, we'll do it for him. <laughs> what are the uh, like the odds that the guy interviewing Luca is the co-owner yeah. of a brewery here in Dallas, and uh, which you know everybody knows about Roller Town, but still, it was just a. Uh, it, it was a funny moment that he said it to skin and uh, I'm sure he had a few more uh, recovery beers later on. Oh my gosh. An incredible, just an incredible drop an incredible moment. Like this is a quote that we're going to use probably like that Mavs fans are going to use forever. I need a recovery beer. Right? Like that, that's a, it's, I think that is so underrated. It's going to be something etched in, in Mavs lore. I think now there's a, a recovery uh, beer. <laughs> there's a, if you live in Dallas, you know, there's a local uh, t-shirt, uh, kind of Dallas merch shop called Bullzerk, oh. and they are—they already have a shirt out. I can uh, hear the sewing whole, machines. I can hear the yeah. printing presses. With that, uh, yeah, with that saying on it already. So it's good. Oh my gosh, that's so good. Um, what's another thing? Give me another thing from from this game or from this uh, this performance well, from Luca. Well, I mean, let's just talk about the MVP stuff. Like, I mean, one of the cool things that we talked about last night was how just seeing NBA Twitter that, you know, it just was all about Luca. And I mean, so many of the top players around the league, every NBA media was talking about it. Like I turned it on. I don't even really watch sports center that much anymore. And I turned it on late last night. You know, it's headlining sports center. My wife's talked to me about like, we're watching the highlights again. Like it just captured. I got texts from people who don't like watch Mavs game games. And they're like, what happened? Like what? And it just captured the whole sports world and it collectively or for, for Luca, it re-energized or reignited the national narrative around Luca's MVP campaign this year that he went into it with the, the, the odds on favorite to win it. But we know the Mavericks have struggled. It's been, you know, a little frustrating season and stuff for Dallas and the other candidates right now, like Jokic put up insane numbers. Yeah. He's been good. Joel and B drew Hanlon's guy is over in the East, you know, Giannis, there's so many Jason Tatum and, you know, Jaws in that mix too. Yeah. Luca. What'd you say? Kevin Durant is playing out of his mind for the Nets yeah. team that everybody thought was out, like dead in the water. He's, he's like fourth on the list. <laughs> yeah. And you know, I, I poked fun at NBA.com's, you know, MVP ladder uh, last night, like laughing because they had Luca tied for seventh. That was before his game and all that. But like, it's also a testament to how many guys are playing really good basketball at the yeah. top of the league this year. But a night like that pushes like Luca had fallen behind a little bit, I think, for a lot of people, just because a lot of, about team record. But last night was a holy crap. 
like Luca for a lot of national people, I think it is a Luca is definitely in that conversation. No matter like team record save, if there are one or two in the West, like he has to be in that conversation right now. So I think the biggest picture of all is if he had fallen behind a little bit for some people, it put him back near the top in the MVP race. He is near the top of the MVP race. Coming up, we'll talk about the bet online numbers, where they have him, because it may be closer to the top. And we'll talk about where he should fall in this. Uh, some of his numbers, too, are now he's on, he's on pace to have just one of the most incredible statistical seasons we've seen. We'll talk about that and more coming up. But before we do, let me tell you about, uh, it used to be called Truebill. It's now called Rocket Money. And your New Year's goals, there's to manage your budget and to save money. I know that every year I'm like, all right, I got to find a budget. I got to figure out how to... Uh, you know, to manage my money because it's coming in and it's going out and it's going out in places that I'm like, I don't feel like I can't keep track of it. Over 80% of people have subscriptions they forgot about. They start streaming services that you bought just to watch one show. It's a free trial. And then all of a sudden you forget and you like five uh, charges later, you're like, oh wait, what is this? Rocket Money will quickly and easily identify your subscriptions for you so you can stop paying for the ones you don't want. Rocket Money will also make canceling subscriptions as easy as a click of a button. You can go and check out Rocket Money right now. Stop throwing your money away. Cancel unwanted subscriptions and manage your expenses the easy way by going to rocketmoney.com slash NBA. That's rocketmoney.com slash NBA. Again, rocketmoney.com slash NBA. All right, Isaac Harris. We're talking about the best things from Luka Doncic's 60-point triple-double win against the Knicks. An incredible game. It was the... First time that a 60-point, 21-rebound, 10-assist game had ever been recorded in NBA history. And now, Luka Doncic is rising up the MVP charge. Bet Online has the list now. Their updated list they emailed us this morning was Luka Doncic plus 270. He has the, be- the mm. best odds to win the MVP. Jason Tatum plus 275. Nikola Jokic plus 375. So that's like a real bunched-up group. Luka and Tatum essentially have the same odds. It's just like a little little difference. And then Jokic is not far behind them. Giannis plus 500, so he's not too far behind where Jokic is. And then Kevin Durant plus 1,000. Joel Embiid plus 1,100. That one was kind of surprised me that he was so far. Hanlon's in shambles. And even, and even below Kevin Durant. John Morant plus 3,300, so he's way far behind. And then Devin Booker plus 4,000. Zion plus 4,000. Maybe after tonight, Zion will be higher because he had a great final like final five minutes or so against the wolves mitchell plus 4500 and steph plus 5000 um why is luca number one should he be number one <clears throat> well <laughs> you had to ask that, that last one there um here's the thing with this this award are you asking me or are you asking how i think the nba is because I think he's the most valuable in regards to his team. Like, if we're talking about the most, this is the age old MVP <laughs> like, argument. We, like, try to talk about the MVP without talking about what the MVP is. I know that because it's so hard. Because if you talk about who's the most valuable player to the team, if you just do that and say, if I take X player off that team, it how how much worse is that team? Then he's the most valuable player in the NBA. Because you yeah. compare his roster to the rest of those guys, MB, Giannis, Tatum, Morant, Jokic, all the, like they all have better teams than what Luke is. But when you look at like what this historically what this award goes to, then some of these other guys are are ahead of him right now. Like Jason Tatum is averaging what? He's averaging thirty one points a game, eight rebounds, four assists on the, the best team in the NBA. I mean, yeah. Jokic is putting up 
in Jokic is shooting 62% from the field right now, averaging 25, 11 rebounds and nine and a half, basically 10 <laughs> assists again, average a triple double. And so it's like, it's hard to argue against these, those two guys who are the two best teams in their conferences. And the Mavericks are setting a six right now. Now the Mavericks keep on winning games. Like this is why we've always said for Luca to have a shot at MVP. Like I know the, the, the crazy numbers and stat lines are a lot of fun, but they got to finish in the top four for him to have a chance. They just have to. In the West. He's not. He's not. Yeah, in the West, he's not going to win it. I, I. I just don't. Not with all these numbers and these options, he's not going to win it with them being at six. Now, so the Mavs are eleventh in the NBA before, before tonight's games. They were eleventh in the NBA last year. The Nuggets, when Jokic won it, they were tenth in the NBA. So they're like, he's like not too far out. Like if he has a crazy statistical season like this, it's not out of the realm of like what has happened before. It's not out of the norm for him to win MVP from that position. Um, the year before that, Denver was fifth in the NBA. Uh, and so, like, you can win it not being top five or top four in your conference necessarily, but it does definitely help your case. It makes it a lot easier for you to win that award, and uh, and Luca wouldn't have to be super, like, super Nova human like he was the other night in order to just to just win it. Um, yeah. And so, I think that I don't think Luca should be number one because I think that I take team success and then a little bit more. He is the most valuable player. So if you're literally just yeah. going to take the award at like pure word definition, like most valuable player, if you take each of those three words and define them, then you're like, okay, he is the guy because Tatum has Brown. Everybody's saying they're the best duo in the NBA. Okay, well, then that knocks you down a peg for the MVP if you're the best duo in the NBA. Jokic has, you know, his guys. Aaron Gordon has been great this year. Jamal Murray hasn't been so great, but he's back. Michael Porter Jr. has not played too much. He probably has a better case. Uh, Giannis has Middleton's been, you know, Middleton's back. Drew Holiday's been really good this year. Drew Holiday's better than anybody on the Mavs right now, right? And so you start, and then Durant has Kyrie. Joel Embiid has Harden. You're like, okay, well, then now all of a sudden, Luca's. if you look at Luca's teammates, they're way, he's way behind what all these other guys have. And so he he probably, he, he's number one in odds. We're just talking about betting odds today, right? And he's number one mm-hmm. because of that crazy game last night. And when a crazy game happens like that, everybody's like, oh, man, what about Luca for MVP? I don't think he's I don't think he's most likely to win it right now if I'm if I'm just gonna go. So like I wouldn't yeah. put money on this, to be honest. I would put money who would who would you put money on right now if those are the odds? Luca two seventy, Tatum two seventy five, Jokic plus three seventy five, Giannis plus five hundred, Durant plus a thousand, and Bede plus eleven hundred. Um just for the odds and like the payout. Yeah. Probably Giannis. Yeah, that's just because they, they, they have a bucks, shot at five hundred bucks on Giannis if he if he wins. Yeah, because like you know, just because he's fourth, they're also crammed up together there. Jokic has the best like statistical team success case I think right now, but if he's fourth on that list right now, and the Bucks are just a game or so back from Boston, like what if they overtake them and run away at the first seat and all that? But anyway, but Kevin Durant one's really interesting because he's plus a thousand. And yeah. his team is all of a sudden like they're they're third they're tied for second they have the same almost the same record as the Bucks right now. Yeah, but that's crazy. Yeah, that's a whole separate conversation because I just as if you think it's fair or not, I think some voters are just not going to vote for him because of the whole like off season drama. I think that's it's dumb. dumb. I think that's it, dumb. it's dumb. But like we also thought it was dumb whenever people held two weeks of Luca being out of shape against him last year for <laughs> some things. So that is true. That was dumb as well. 
Uh, Luca's stats right now, after that game, Luca's now averaging 33.6 points a game, second in the NBA, which is wild. That's That shows you how inflated numbers are right now. He's averaging 33.5 points a game. He's second in the NBA in scoring. To yeah, he, well, he's right there. Embiid's at one above him. So I mean, it's still, it's still nuts yeah. that he's not leading with that many points a game. 8.7 rebounds, 8.8 assists. Only 22 times, only 11 players have averaged 33 or more points per game. In a season, none of them had eight or more assists and eight or more rebounds, which is crazy. He'd be the first player to ever do that. That's wild. Uh, there's only 13 players ever that have averaged eight assists and eight rebounds, just straight up. And he's almost at nine of, of both of those. Uh, Luca's done it three times already. <laughs> the only other players to have multiple seasons averaging eight assists and eight rebounds. Westbrook, four. Oscar Robinson, five. LeBron, three. Magic, about two and a half. He had like a 30-game season where he did it. I'll give you a half for that magic. So Luca now statistically is just on like a different level with these counting stats than, than anybody has been in a long time. He's a hall of famer. If he retired right now, we've talked about this multiple times, but love it. Anyway, love it. Uh, other things that, that stood out from that game. Um, we said this on the show yesterday, but I wanted to say it again because it was so funny. Luca's dance. That that's going to yeah. be a gift forever. So after he hits the putback to force overtime, he misses the free throw on purpose. He gets the putback and then he like falls to the ground thinking he got fouled, got up and does a little dance where he like shakes his hands and he's like doing defensive, like, like, you know, uh, quick feet. He thought that they had won the game. He was like, all right, we got a second left to defend real quick. And then he thought that they won the game right after that. I thought that, that was crazy because of all the insane stuff that's happening around Luca of the, you know, the presence of mind to hit the, like, to, to miss intentionally and to, to put back and, like, all that stuff. He thought that they, thought that they had won the game. And, uh, yeah, and he looked back. He looked back at the, the bench to see what he should do, too, right before he took that free throw. So the coaching staff was, like, miss it, like, miss it on purpose. That's why they put and beat, or uh, put uh, JaVale in there and all that. I would love to see in Luca's face the first time he saw that back. <laughs> Just to see his, like, reaction to it of, like, ooh, that's embarrassing. <laughs> or or he just starts laughing. I was going to say, like, do you think he cares? I, no, probably not. But like, I wonder if he thinks it's embarrassing or he thinks it's funny or like if he's just like, what the crap has happened? I don't even know what I did. He yeah. just looks up and goes, I'm tired as hell. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. There's a meme of Luca and Tibbs. I'm putting it up on the screen right now. Uh, <laughs> Luca is like, like mouth wide open, just so excited and, and, uh, Tom Thibodeau, the Knicks head coach, is standing behind him with like this, what in the world, like face, like look on his face. It is incredible. And that's a meme I think is going to last for a little while, especially in Mav circles. We, we've we been blessed with so many Luca reactions and faces and emotion. Once again, like this is the, this is the fun outcome of Luca being emotional, right? Like, you know, I, I joked Happy on that. Yeah, well, I I joked a while back on the corner three with you know the Mavs that it's like, hey, we don't like we don't like when uh the you know Luca's emotions come out and he's he's whining, complaining, all of that. But the moment he has a reaction like this, or he's dancing, or all that, we're like, man, we love this about Luca. This is the <laughs> give and take about having an emotional superstar. For sure, it's it's just part of it. It's it's part of the Luca Doncic entertainment experience, and it a lot of it was a lot of fun, you know, a few nights ago. And I think that his, I think that the players, like his teammates, are with it. They they love that that side of him, right? And I think that after the game, when you saw the video that that Mavs, uh, the Mavs social media put out, 
as they were distracting us from whatever else. They put out this put out this video of Luca walking into the locker room. And all of a sudden, just all the, the all of his teammates come around him and start pouring water all over him. They're so excited. They're like, they're you know, Dwight Powell is is throwing it up in his face, and uh, Jaden, you can see Jaden Hardy in the corner, like just just having the time of his life. AJ water. Lawson's like, what? AJ Lawson's like, what do I do? Like, <laughs> I haven't learned the plays yet, guys. Uh, I thought that, that was awesome. And you hear a lot of things about is Luca easy to play? Do guys like playing with Luca? And like you see a moment like that, and you're like. I think they like playing with Luca. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. It was, it was a lot of fun seeing them, you know, come in and give the give the water bath to Luca and all that stuff, and to see all the teammates, you know, go to social media after the game too. And yeah. you know, we immediately got tweets. It was a joke. You know, somebody asked kid like, "What's the?" I think Callie asked him, "What's the locker room like after a game like this?" And he's like, "You know, they're all on their phones," which we can verify because. We used to, you know, pre-COVID, we used to go right in there, right into the locker room after the games. And the amount of times that, like, players are just sitting around on their phone, scrolling on their phone after after a game. I mean, JaVale was on his phone during halftime the other day. You know? Tell the so, Sala story. No, 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 no. It's time for an, <laughs> it's time for an ad break. <laughs> Coming up, let's talk about some contributions the other Mavericks had. Christian Wood, Spencer Dinwiddie had great games that we didn't get to talk about enough yesterday, so we'll talk about that. A couple more things from Luca's 60-point game. We'll talk about that and more coming up. But before we do, let me tell you about this. Imagine that you're hanging out with some friends. Maybe that you needed a couple. I need a recovery beer. Maybe you needed one of those, but one recovery beer turns into too many recovery beers. So at the end of the night, you're thinking, all right, should I call for a ride? Should I just go ahead and drive home? You're thinking, it's not a big deal. I can make it. What are the odds you get pulled over anyway? Even so, what's the worst that could happen? Your insurance goes up. You lose your license. You lose your job. You total your car. Or you could hurt somebody. Everyone knows the risk about driving drunk. The results are often tragic and deadly. However, this doesn't stop everyone from getting behind the wheel under the influence. That's why police officers are out there right now looking for impaired drivers on our roads to save lives. So if you think you're okay to drive after a couple of drinks, think again. Play it safe and plan ahead to get a ride. It only takes one mistake to change your life or someone else's forever. Drive sober or get pulled over. All right, Isaac Harris. Luka Doncic, an incredible night, an incredible game, and a few more moments stood out that we didn't get to talk about yesterday. One of them, uh, I was, I went back and watched the fourth quarter in overtime because I didn't get to hear Harp and Skin and Falwell and all them. Right before Luka, with the intentional missed free throw, Harp goes, you know, stranger things have happened. <laughs> he, said, he said that right before. And Falwell worked that into his, like, call right afterwards he's like stranger things have happened which is just an incredible moment uh, another thing that we'll be talking we'll be saying forever and harp is just sitting there silent and he goes that doesn't need color <laughs> he said i know i'm the color analyst but that doesn't need color and uh and then you don't hear jeff skin wait on there and you're like okay why don't I, why am i not hearing skin at this incredible moment that's because i told you yesterday that i had left my seat a little early to go down to the press room and I was just going to stand around the court until, uh, until the game was over. And so I'm sitting in a seat because all of a sudden I saw them coming back. So I'm sitting in the seat in like the third or fourth row and Jeff skin Wade walks by me. Like the game's still going on and they're coming back. And he's like, he looks at me and he was like, I, I went to the post game room. <laughs> he was like, he left his seat from the, from the broadcast booth and went to the post game room because he thought the game was over. And so he's not on any of the overtime or anything like that. He does get the, 
uh, the interview with Luca after the game, but I thought that was hilarious. That he, I mean, he thought it was done. We both thought it was done. Like everybody thought it was done. Skin's the best. So good. I love that guy. Are we firing off just rapid fire? Yeah, yeah. You got another one. Night? Um, I thought one of the best things about last night is it, re- it resurfaced. Uh, Luca draft takes. Oh, it, yes, it's just, it did. Yeah, it did. It just resurfaced. You know screenshots of pre-draft Luca takes from talk, 2018 talk soon and talk soon. And it was just incredible. And listen, somebody wrote at me and said, Hey, you know, everybody misses in the draft. Everybody does miss on the draft, no matter who you are. Okay. That's part of it. There's one thing to have a ranking that you have somebody above Luca, but we know that when, when Yoda, you know, goes as far as he did and saying that like Josh Jackson's going to lock him up and that Alonzo, you know, he's going to average 12 and five or Lonzo true. Like when you go that far into talking down somebody, then man, you got to be prepared if he becomes a generational talent <laughs> and he wasn't prepared. Um, so anyway, it was just really good to see those resurface again. It was a lot of fun. That was, that was super fun. And I, the, one of the top trending posts on Reddit NBA Reddit today was, can we finally put the Luca Trey young trade debate? To rest. Like, is it finally just done? Finally, because, it's been done. Say, what are we it, doing? It has <laughs> been done. But since Cam Reddish can't even get in the Knicks rotation and, and Trey Young is like. And that, that was another thing I had was one of the best things, too, is that it happened to the Knicks. You know, if you had to like, yeah. if you had to pick like five teams in the league that this could have happened to, who who are you listing off? Like, Suns, you're listing off. Suns, Clippers. Suns, Clippers, Lakers. Yeah. Uh, Maybe Hawks just because of trade thing. But like, yeah, I don't know. No. Um. But honestly, I would probably would have put the Knicks in the top five for sure. just because the history, the KP trade, Brunson gone there, like all of that. Like the last couple it, of years yeah. that the Mavs have lost to the Knicks and Knicks fans have just been obnoxious about we own the Mavs and that they we won the trade and like all that stuff. It was and it was you know funny that Cam Radish is getting DMP CDs and it's like <laughs> that was touted out by some of. Yeah, why the Hawks won that trade too. While the Mavs yeah. are playing like five former Knicks on, on their team with like yeah. Tim Hardaway, Kemba, Frank Nilakina. <laughs> um Speaking of Knicks fans, <laughs> um, there were some videos that came out of uh Knicks fans watching this game towards the end and some clips from that that I just had it was a lot of fun uh consuming there, that content. There's one that's going around right now. We'll we'll go ahead and do it. I was gonna save it for the end, but we'll go ahead and do it right now. There's one going around right now of this kid that's uh, streaming the game. So he's live streaming the game. He's sitting legal? in like his bedroom or something, and he's talking about he's obviously a Dick's fan, and he's breaking down the last like the last big moments of the end of the fourth quarter and overtime. So let's listen to let's listen to and react to this incredible video of this kid just melting down in the middle. Let's get it, Q Grimes. And he's locking up Luca, bro. Luca getting locked <laughs> up. They won't let him. Okay. It's one shot, bro. <laughs> like, clap as much as you want to. I'm sorry, buddy. It's not going to change anything. Good layers. Cook them. Randall hits a shot over there. Since Luca's so good, why we never see Luca play defense? <laughs> I'll say that for another time. I've, I've never but seen Luca's so good. So we, good. Don't, we don't ever see him on defense. Oh, man. Come on, man. Life is good. You know what I mean? Life is good. You know what I mean? Let him score that. It's garbage time anyway. The game is over, bro. It's 40 seconds left. The game is over, bro. Shoot as many threes as you want. Make it. I, I hope you make it. Christian right, Wood hits the three with 26 seconds left. The game is over, bum. It don't matter what you do. The game is over, bro. 
Luca gets the and one after oh the putback. 15 seconds left. Gang's still over. <laughs> well, Nick's not losing this. Stop playing with him. His hope is like dwindling right now. You, got, you might be drugs. You might be a drug addict if you think the Knicks losing this. You might be smoking. Of course. Nick's not losing. You have to be an idiot to think the Knicks about to lose this game, bro. 11 Knicks seconds not left. about to lose. I literally bet my whole life savings the Knicks don't lose. Dinwiddie hits the three. Come on, man. <laughs> you better make this free throw number two. I swear to God. Miles McBride on the free throw <laughs> Thank line. You. He hits the second Luka one. Luka not clutch. Four seconds left. Luka's at the free throw line. Luka not clutch. He hits the first one. Luka's not clutch. Intentional miss. I told you he missed. <laughs> There's no way. <laughs> That was luck. Bro. He took his shirt off. <laughs> That's it, it's an overtime. His shirt is completely off. <laughs> There's no way. Bro, I hate the Knicks. <laughs> you can't make this up, bro. I swear to God, y'all literally had one job, bro. No shirt on. I hate the Knicks. I'm gonna go comment on the Knicks Instagram page. <laughs> Oh my gosh, that is so God, good. That was so amazing. He's like, he's like, I hate the Knicks. I'm, I'm finna go comment on their Instagram page. <laughs> I don't know who that guy is. I just saw Nick, so, Nick's, just, Nick's socials posted like Walt Frazier highlights to distract him. <laughs> <laughs> Clyde, Clyde, Walt Clyde. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's so funny. The funniest part is you're you're watching it. If you're watching it on YouTube or if you've seen the clip, he like. Between the end of fourth quarter and overtime, his shirt is off. And you're like, what? <laughs> how did that happen? He, he, he was sweating that life savings away. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Oh, my gosh. All right. Other contributions that Mavs players made. <laughs> well, we, we're going to We're going to go. We're going to go ahead and do it. Uh, <laughs> the uh, clutch free throws. Christian Wood. Yeah. Two clutch free throws in overtime. Minute 50 left. After he got fouled by Mitchell with like he drove the lane, really aggressive drive. I thought that was an incredible drive by Christian Wood. And like that's a moment of growth yeah. where like it's big. I yeah. can imagine him just taking that shot, but instead he went and got the contact and got the free throws. Um that corner three block too. I can't remember if that was fourth quarter overtime. Like that was that is like legit hustle and like not fouling him too. Incredible play. Christian Wood had a bunch of moments late in this game. So five minutes left in the fourth quarter. Christian Wood blocks Julius Randle. He's guarding him one-on-one -on -one under the uh, under the basket. He gets a block there. Uh, 26 seconds left. You heard it in the video of that guy <laughs> responding. Um, 26 seconds left in the game. He hits that pull-up three. Randle's too far back, and, Mitch, and uh, Wood sees it. Takes the three. The block that you just mentioned, two minutes left in overtime. He blocks Miles McBride on a corner three, which is yeah, super hard to do. He gets the block. And then the very next play, minute 50 left in overtime, Wood uh, does that, you know, he drives in and gets fouled by Mitchell Robinson on the drive, hits two free throws. Minute 30, so like the next defensive play, really good contest on Grimes as he was helping out at the rim. Uh, he was, I thought he was pretty good defensively late in this game. Like the Mavs were really locked in. The Knicks, I thought the Knicks kind of, like they just got away from what their offense was the whole game. And then 20 seconds left in overtime, he got a defensive rebound that essentially iced the game. And uh, that was big because the, the Knicks had been getting offensive rebounds pretty much the entire end of the game there. Yeah. Great, great moments from Christian Wood. Yeah, huge, uh, huge moments for him. Adam, hope you heard that. 
Um, for Dinwiddie, I thought Dinwiddie that last three by him, Huge. you know, towards the end of the game there in the fourth was just massive. I mean, they had to have that three so fast. I think that gave Luca's tenth assist of yep. the game too. Nine seconds left um, in the game, he hits that pull up three. It's Luca's tenth assist, and uh, and it made it a one point game. That's when that kid like, like stopped talking in that in the video that we just watched. Uh, but Dinwiddie had twelve points in the fourth quarter. That three that you mentioned before, he had another deep two in transition. He had another drive and bank off of transition a pull-up three, and a drive. Like, all of his shots were off of these kick-aheads from Luka that I thought, all right, can we can we do this in the game a little bit more? Can Dinwiddie be the outlet guy where he's, you know, if Luka is part of the defensive play, if they're trying to include Luka in it, can Luka kick ahead to Dinwiddie and he just get stuff done and get a couple of fast break points? Because that's one of the unsung things people aren't going to say about a lot today is that the Mavericks finally had, what do they have? They had 15 fast break points, which is not a lot for a lot of teams, but it's a lot for the Mavericks. Yeah, and you know, I mentioned this on a solo pod not too long ago, but Dinwiddie's having a, a quiet season, a quiet efficient season that I don't think, you know, some people just kind of brush past. He's shooting over six threes a game at forty two percent from three. And great. That's he's just having a, a good solid season. I thought it would be a little bit more than what he's doing, but he's still having a good season so far and can't overlook that. Yeah, absolutely. Only taking twelve shots a game too. I mean we've been wanting yeah. more more aggressive Dinwiddie, so maybe we'll get it here later as the season goes on. Um, Dwight Powell, fourth quarter, mm. about two and a half minutes left. He had a great offensive uh, tip rebound that led to the McBride out of bounds. Like when, are you are you being serious? Or are you kidding? He that's the only thing he did. No, so I was like, impressive, like an impressive stat line of Dwight playing thirty minutes and no rebounds as a starting center. I don't know how long, how many times that's been done in history. Almost the Tony Snell. He almost did the full Tony Snell with the, the zero zero zero. And um, a plus 10. <laughs> we talked about Jason Kidd yesterday or uh, putting in JaVale McGee for the tip oh, yeah. for the to force overtime. I honestly after watching the game back, I think he left him in the st- in the lineup in overtime just to get the opening tip of overtime because they they won it. The Mavericks have not won like any opening tips this year. I've been keeping track of them. And they got they won the opening tip in overtime. And uh, because JaVale McGee was the one doing the jumping. And so I, thought, I, thought, I honestly thought he left him in there just to get the tip. Should have asked him post-game. <laughs> so what was your thought about leaving JaVale McGee in there? There you go. Let us know. What were the best moments? What was the best thing about Luka's 60-point win? Who else had some contributions? Let us know in the comment section below. Guys, we'll be back tomorrow with the post-game after the Rockets game. Thanks so much for listening to Lockdown Maps. Peace out. Boom.